I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. There are over 550 million firearms in worldwide circulation. That's one firearm for every 12 people on the planet. The only question is, how do we arm the other 11? I've tasted your borscht. This is film song. <laughs> oh, sure. Greetings, and welcome to FilmSack. This is FilmSack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 570. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He loves the continuing adventures of Ghost Rider and Morbius Dunaway. Abaroom. Oh, hi. This week on Sack of Film, I like my way better. We lie to our <laughs> wives about our lucrative day jobs and board our post-Cold War era transport plane full of possibly illegal firearms to deal and face off with the story of America where Forrest Gump left off. Life is like a box of AK-47s and AIDS. You never know what's going to kill you. But hey, <laughs> children, what's that sound? Buffalo Springfield is playing now. Anywho, <laughs> selling, selling guns is like selling vacuum cleaners. You make calls, you pound the pavement, you visit warlords in Africa, you do the brown brown and try not to sleep with the warlord juniors, cowboys, cheerleaders who haven't changed their uniforms in months. Gross! <laughs> But not because of that, but because of one in every uh, one in four of Africa's cowboy cheerleaders have AIDS, according to this movie, yeah. which is about a family of fake Jews. So it could just be fake Jews. But the worst <laughs> part about this whole analogy is that now I am not sure if I am supposed to acquire something from one of those Rambo movies that is either a gun or a vacuum cleaner for Warlord Jr. So I think I will just stall until one of us dies. Randy? Selling guns is like sex. Don't put your junk in the wrong hole or you might lose it. 
<laughs> top form, top form as usual. Nicely yeah. done. Uh, also with us, Randy. He got hooked on cocaine really fast, Jordan. Mm, aloha, Scott. Brian, Brian. It's me, Brian. one of the casters of Pod. And uh, my name is Deluxe of Randy. I, I, I prefer it that way. Today, <laughs> we're talking about the very important subject covered in my new book, How to Not Get Disowned from Your Immigrant Family. Mm-hmm. Wherever you're from, the threat of being disowned is always there, as you know. You're going to avoid being disowned by following my three easy rules. Number one, don't tell really big lies to your family. It's okay to tell them little lies. Obviously, obviously, everybody, right? I mean, it's okay. Even big lies, like, you know, big lies are okay. But really big lies, a really big lie like, we'll just change our name and fly the flag sideways. Those will always get you. Number two. You will get disowned if you let your little friends kill your little brother. Mm. So avoid that. It won't be easy, as anyone with a brother knows, but you can do it. (laughs) Tell him to stay in the truck. Why don't little brothers ever follow instructions? Number three, always use the best padlock that money can buy. (laughs) Sorry, I actually, I call it lock (laughs) of pad. And the, the price for the best lock of pad is about $3. No one could ever defeat a $3 lock of pet. Is <laughs> that your son's birthday? Yeah. <laughs> this Ooh. warlord business is my favorite stuff. All right. Moving on to finally, Brian, he keeps two counterfeit cowboy cheerleaders in his car as well, Ibit. I do. Uh, unfortunately, they're the, the male cheerleaders that sit on the bottom to support oh, the pyramid. Dang it. <laughs> I'm Nicholas Cage. That isn't my real name. There are a few occasions in the 20th century where it's been an advantage to be a Coppola. By the way, I'm doing the Andy Samberg, Nicholas Cage, <laughs> for those of you keeping score at home. Yeah. There have been a few occasions in the 20th century where it's been an advantage to be a Coppola, but I decide to name myself after a comic book character to make a name for myself. <laughs> I'm an actor, but most of all, I'm a reactions dealer. I sell reactions to leftists, rightists, and movie fans alike, and I decided that if I was going to get into the reactions-dealing business, I was going to aim high. Here's a good example of one of my bestsellers. If I'm needing to indicate that I want a character to move along or pick up the pace, especially if I'm in a position of power, I'll do the clap and talk. Basically, it goes like this. I asked for a decaf shaken oat milk espresso with two pumps of hazelnut and no ice. (laughs) Then there's an old standby. This one won't jam, break, or rust. It's the mellow sarcasm followed by mock acceptance, and it goes like this. Oh, I guess the reason I didn't get the free caramel drizzle on my phone was because your squeeze bottle was on the other side of the grinder. Cool, cool. (laughs) Nailed it. Of all the yeah, reactions yeah. in the vast Nicolas Cage arsenal, nothing's been more profitable than the bestseller that's gotten into everyone's hands, whether it's Simon Helleberg or Andy Samberg. It's when I show my own level of crazy by randomly shouting the last word of my sentence. It's a reaction all filmgoers love. It's so easy. A child can do it, and they do. It goes <laughs> like this. If you can't get my order right, then I guess I'm going to have to take my business to Duncan. <laughs> the, the David Schwimmer, the full David Schwimmer. Yeah, that's oh, full yeah. David, David Schwimmer. Schwimmer. Yes, exactly. <clears throat> oh, I my do Lord. like the breakdown of the cage. That was fun. That was great. Yes. My gosh, yeah. I didn't realize. Well, I'm, whatever. All of those were immediately familiar to me. 
But if you yeah. had asked me beforehand, what are his like three tells as a as an actor, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able yeah. to say it. But you did it. You sussed it out. I just I kind of, you know, let a peek behind the curtain of uh, workshopping yeah. a uh, an impersonation. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've, exactly. Yeah, uh, I fairly, probably need to workshop that one a little bit further because it still sounds no. like Andy Samberg doing. <laughs> it's pretty good. I knew who you were attempting to be the entire time. So congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, good. because you know I started it. with "I'm Nicholas Cage," which is how every great <laughs> yeah. impersonation yeah, yeah. starts. I always. Try, try to contextualize what I'm about to say. Let me yeah. contextualize that. Always start. I'm, I'm about to do Nicholas I'm Cage. Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for helping me now understand for the first time that Simon Helberg on Big Bang Theory yeah. is just 80% Ross, 20% Urkel. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he kind of yeah. is. Yeah. But the dude does the best uh nicholas cage impersonation i've been able to find oh yeah because he looks like it he's got the right look to start he has the right look but also he has the intonation yeah it is it's it's so much more of a visual impersonation than a an audio one there's a um i think it was esquire another video i watched was uh nicholas cage uh, cage answering google questions Mm -hmm. okay okay if you have not seen it it's excellent basically he he uh they do autofill on you know, what is Nicholas Cage blank? And then he answers every question that comes up when, with Google's autofill. Oh, interesting. And, uh, um, if you listen to it without watching it, it's, you know, it's Nicholas Cage, but it's harder to get that, that visual. But then when you watch it, it's like, okay, so much of his stuff is visual that, that you kind of need the visual to do a really good. Well, I'm going to play, I, I found Cage. this video. I'm just going to see it real quick and then we'll talk about this movie, yeah. but I want to hear, he- yeah. I want to hear Helberg's yeah. uh, impression. So here we go. Oh, oh we have to do an impression. You have oh. your choice. You can do Billy Baldwin, oh. you can do Nicholas Cage, or you can do Robin Williams, or you can do uh, mogul skiing from the Olympics. <laughs> oh, this is a bad no. video. Hold on. No, no, it's the good. Olympics. It's good. Wow. You can, yeah. Right which one of those you want to do? Uh, uh, well, I guess I, I can make do... it easy on yourself. What do you want to do, Simon? I can do a little Nicholas Cage for okay, you. Okay, Nicholas Cage. All right. Um, well, uh, Dave, we have to have <laughs> a serious talk. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty good. It's really good. Yeah, he does. He does a great one. Threw a little weird Texas thing in the beginning, but uh, yeah, we have to have. Have like to have. It's a, that's kind of a little bit of lean into the the exaggeration of it as opposed to just trying to sound just like him because yeah, know, which I prefer. Wasn't that it? That was a, yeah. the famous Dana Carvey thing where he he was always like, my impressions are terrible, but it's about leaning into these like one or two little yes. key things and. I love totally that these, these yeah. actors always come in pairs. So we have Simon Helberg and we have uh, the bear, Jeremy Allen White. And they're like, they look so similar to me. I don't know who that is. Who's that second guy? He's, uh, he's uh, the bear. Uh, oh, the, oh, the bear, uh, the bear, the guy from the bear. Lip from uh, Shameless, too. Yeah, they are. They are. They look like they were separated yeah. at birth. Those two. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, I have a, like there's a lot of examples of that. We talked about it before where they just like they, they seem to come. They come from different places entirely. Yeah, they're just like mm-hmm. the same look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Dunaway and that um, voice that we always play. Oh, uh, Jim Varney. <laughs> Yes. Jim Varney and Dunaway were separated at birth. They have, uh, <laughs> yeah. hold on, I got to play You'd be that. surprised how much he looks like my papa. I mean, oh, really? I, have, I have relatives that literally look like Jim Varney. I would not be surprised 
to find out we were related somewhere along the lines. Oh, I wish I could find it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what does the person say? Got a little Varney in you? What is, <laughs> I got a little Varney in me. What does I the char- character say that I, because that's how I have to search for it. Uh, Vern, you mean? No. Talking, yeah, about, Diver- talking to Vern? Yeah, but you, you, there's a certain line that he yeah, says. That, that, that clip, is it thank you very much or something like that? Uh, Isn't it? Uh, uh, crap. I can't find it because I think it just says. I had a nice day or oh, what is it? <laughs> oh, here it is. Dunaway, no, that's Dunaway. That's not it. That's Faye Dunaway. Hold on, because you don't have it. <laughs> also related, probably. I'm yeah, sure. I was gonna say you've got to have a little Faye in you, Let's right? Got a little Faye in me. Giant little... butthole. No, that's not it. Hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> I used to call. <laughs> he used to call me all the time on my phone, and I would record yeah. it because they were weird ass messages for Scott. It was. Yeah. Fun. I haven't done those in a while. All right, I well, I can't days. find it, and it's bugging me. Oh wait, here it is. You're safe with us. That's so weird, That's dude. It totally sounds like Dunaway. Yeah. It's You're so weird. You're You're with with us. Anyway, mm. the movie we watched is Lord of War, uh, starring uh, <laughs> Nicolas Cage, Ethan Hawke, and Jared, Jared Leto. Now, here's the deal. I thought I'd seen this. I had not. I had not seen this. This is uh, new to me. Now, I knew. I think I. I knew about it because at the time it reviewed really well, um, critically. Although I don't think audiences loved it, but uh, the reviews were pretty strong. I'm remember- sure they were looking for for a. A, a typical Nicolas Cage type of performance. Oh, for well, sure. They, they kind of got one. Kind like, of. I, yeah. For, kind okay, of. So kind of. Yeah. If, if, I, if you knew nothing about what I was about to show you, and I skipped his name, and I said, hey, I'm going to show you this movie that stars Ethan Hawke and Jared Leto and Ian Holm, you would yeah. go, oh, okay, those people know how to pick scripts. Sure. I think this will yeah. be, you know, I think yeah. this will be, like, if, if you cut Nicolas Cage completely out, right? Yeah. Like, right. Like what? So then the question becomes: What is Nicolas Cage? What? What? Oh, which was one of the questions that came up in that Esquire thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, there's. But you know what I'm saying? Like, how is it that he transforms a film so much? Well, right. Yeah. But see, here's the thing, and and I may be the only one who feels this way, and I'm totally fine being that. But I feel like this: the Nicolas Cage's Yuri could have been played by a dozen other a dozen other actors. We don't need the Nicholas Cage. Mm-hmm. We don't need Nicholas Cage in this. This could have been John Cusack. This could have been, um, Oh, that's a good call. Actually. That's, uh, that's Aaron good. Eckhart. This could have been yeah. you know, Steve Carell. Like there's so many other <clears throat> actors that I could see in this role. Yeah. Um, and it's fine. I mean, I think, I think Nicholas Cage, 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 uh, Cage is a great pick. <laughs> the Cage. I think he's a great pick for this. But I don't think it had to be him. Totally agree. Um, it's and it's funny. The other names you mentioned, every one of those popped and went. Oh yeah, totally. Oh yeah, totally. Oh yeah, totally. Like George Clooney, totally. Like anybody. George Clooney, another one. Yeah, could have been exactly. anybody. You're totally right. Just now I think somebody who can exude some charm. Yeah, and now and I, I will say though, with the choice they made, you know, there's these categories of Nick Cage movies. They're the ones where he feels like he's really phoning it in, or it's just sort of mm-hmm. surface level, very cagey, whatever. <laughs> and then you get your, you get this and you get moonlight, moonlight, right. uh, you get moonlight. Uh, pig, pig, you get pig is what I was trying to say. Uh, wasn't there a pig movie? Pig movie <laughs> about a pig. Uh, you get these like incredible one-off performances. This feels close to that to me. I think it's pretty yeah. good uh, for him. I but think you're, so too. This, you know. this for me is one of the best Nicolas Cage movies and it isn't solely because of Nicolas Cage. I think it's a, it's a, it's a really good story. I mean, Dunaway and I talked in chat about it being, intense and exhausting it's not something yes. i want to watch more than you know if i'm going to watch it multiple this. times not more than once a a, a decade yeah, <laughs> right. I, think, 
I yeah. think the, the whole subject, and we've talked about this many times. Please forgive me. We we've gone over our favorite Nick Cage movies. We've gone yeah. over every every time we have a Nick Cage movie yeah. on film. Yeah, we do it every time. We've gone over yeah. what might be the best, and the, and there's such these are such different categories, right? Like yeah. our favorite, right? Like my favorite is Con Air. Not yeah. can't you can't call that objectively the best on that list. Although that list doesn't really have any truly great movies. And that's what I'm that's what I'm kind of trying to get at is what is it about Nicolas Cage that like, can you call him a bad actor like a, no. someone who's this successful in a, in a career? Right. Can you mm-hmm. call yeah. him a bad no. actor? No. I, I will say no. Brian states he is not a bad actor. Good. I no. agree. He's okay. not a bad actor. I even but think he, it's stuff. Why, where he, is, where, the, why the, is the total list when you're talking about like his best movies? Why doesn't it ever contains something that, you know, like actual critics consider an actually good movie. Well, like like raising Arizona has got to be on, on the list of best. It's my favorite Nick Cage movie, but Con Air is really close. I love Con Air. But it's, he's got a, um, like a, a good comparison is Christopher Walken. He's got a very unique, um, style of delivery that permeates in every role that he, that he plays. And, it just becomes a weird affectation of whatever character he's playing. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, it weirdly doesn't take you out of the film. You're not watching it saying, oh, all right, well, it's, I'm watching Nicolas Cage. You're watching Yuri Bugarov or whatever his name is. Um, or you're watching <laughs> High, you know, Escape from Jail or whatever. Yeah. And that character just happens to have a weird affectation that just happens to be Nicolas Cage's just like Christopher Watkins or love Nicolas Cage is like chocolate ice cream or love yeah there you go yeah Nicolas Cage is like chocolate ice cream everybody agrees it's good you could add some nuts and it'll be pretty good but that's about it Mm. yeah it's good you can never say it's bad. I think Nicholas Cage already has nuts sure he's got some nuts you know you could add nuts he's not always nuts but generally nuts yeah, but, you know like, that's yeah, about as far yeah. as it goes. But that also, but that also feeds into what I like about his career is that I feel like he's just sort of like, well, yeah, what, blah, because he'll yeah. take whatever, he'll do whatever, yes. and he'll once in a while dip his foot into something really profound, and he'll go from yeah. that to Willy's Wonderland, and then he'll go right. back to something or normal to again. Drive angry, or by the way, uh, yeah. eleven. We've watched eleven movies before this yeah. one that starred Nick Cage, wow. and, and we still haven't seen Brandy, and we still haven't seen the one <laughs> yeah. where he comes. Back from hell to yeah, yeah. to kill people, not yeah, not look. Ghost Rider, but a whole different and one like, where he comes yeah. back from hell. And, and I want to I want to make that point really stick. Starred Nicolas Cage. Nicolas yeah, Cage yeah. does is not an also ran in his movies, and that's a, another little factor that I just can't get over. You know, like mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't show he doesn't want a nomination for best supporting actor for you know playing somebody who has 10 minutes of screen time and is very profound yeah no, he doesn't want that you know, kick-ass is probably the only recent one I, obviously you can talk about fast times ridgemont high where he didn't speak at all or anything like that right but um uh but his uh like kick-ass he's he's not a major character he's you know absolutely kind of in the supporting cast mm-hmm. um yeah, it's uh, great though. Great memorable, but but a thing. great, but a great, but 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 a rare situation where he's not the mm-hmm. the main character. Yeah, right? I agree. Uh, uh, Moonstruck was he? I mean, yeah, he, he was. It was, was, like, he, it was, was ancillary, but, basically. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. it was if still, anything best uh, a supporting actor, but uh, sure. 
But it wasn't a small part by by any stretch. I, I feel like no. uh, so in the two hero things. He, well, he's done more than two, but the two the two hero things I'm thinking of, Kick Ass and uh, Spider Verse. Those are both these bit roles that are very memorable. Spider Verse is a good one. Yeah, yeah I right. loved him. In I don't that. think I don't think Nicholas Cage has ever showed up to a job and went. Mm, I'm just not into it today. Yeah, that, that that's <laughs> right. That's when yeah. somebody loves doing what they're doing. He loves making movies. Yeah. It feels he like always it. always brings his A game. And he's busy. Look that. at this, what we've got here in 2022 alone, the unbearable weight of massive talent, which everyone loved. Oh, I still need to see that. Butcher's Crossing, no idea. Uh, the the Retirement Plan, which is still in the works but ready to release. That's in post-production. Uh, the Old Way, Renfield. Oh, that's next year. So he plays Dracula in he the upcoming Dracula. Renfield. What the frick are we doing? Nicholas I, Holt is playing Renfield, too, which is great. I don't even know. Have you seen this Ren- photo? Like, I don't even know what to make it no, is. Uh-uh. Oh, I'm sending no. it to you now because, gosh dang okay. it, you guys. What the frick are we doing? Look at this business. <laughs> oh, yes. How is how is that Nicholas Cage slash John Travolta? Oh, my how gosh. Is He's going to be on a box of chocolate uh, Choc- chocolate cereal. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is no, this is no small thing. This describe, is good. I want to describe this to, the, to people listening at home. Nicholas Cage uh, is ostensibly a vampire. But what he looks like is somebody who is like your older uncle and was invited to the Halloween party <laughs> and only understood a part of what the Joker costume is supposed to look like. Yeah. So he he manages to own a maroon suit yeah. and he's wearing that yeah. and he's got white make he's got white face on <laughs> he, he looks like he's playing uh the dad in the uncle or in the uh uh the seth rogan remake of the adams family right. yeah that's yeah. yeah, not it doesn't feel too playing far a john travolta role to me i mean it's, it is seriously some face off here yeah there's some a little bit of face off vibes so this actually yeah. seemed decent cast you get that sharia yeah. ashagosha doshalu whatever her name is that's from the the expanse love her with her deep voice <laughs> Uh, Nicholas Howard, as you said, Brian, Aquafina, uh, Ben Schwartz. This looks all right. Yeah. Yeah. So the Renfield is, I, I suppose, supposed to be about uh, Dracula being an actual real person who gets committed and yeah. <laughs> finds himself in a asylum. Yeah. I'm in. Um, I'm in. I'm all in. We're, we're, we're going to be watching this. Where's this brand? You're not worried that Aquafina is going to take you right out with her. Oh, okay. So you're Dracula. I get it. All right, cool. Oh, gosh. Her, you know like what? Her, you, uh... just, you just ruined it because here's the thing. <laughs> I'll watch Aquafina <laughs> in things and I like her in some things, but yeah. as soon as she starts doing that, yeah, I'm out. It's dude. got Ben Schwartz, and you're telling me Aquafina's. She's my problem. <laughs> Are you serious? She's my problem. Good point. I, Good point. Yeah, no, you're right. Ben Schwartz as Teddy Lobo. This is this going to be a comedy? <laughs> it looks like it might be a oh, dark comedy. It is. If like it's oh. Nick Cage, I think it's going to have. Oh, some listen comedy. to this. Based on an original pitch by Robert Kirkman. Oh no way! The, uh, so comedy yeah. horror, yeah, with Walking Dead, Robert Kirkman. I'm, um, I'm in. Let's Invincible go. Robert Kirkman. I'm all in on this. I have no problem yeah, with this. Okay. I am you know, I'm I, yeah, I'm excited. I'm always this. in. I want to challenge us to talk about things other than Nick Cage throughout this episode. <laughs> it's just and that's why we're done now. Just, no like, more Nicholas Cage talk. Yeah. Like the, what's our movie next week? Yeah, what are we? <laughs> the the summary, which I can't I just can't get over, and it's like hard to stop thinking about, is 
Nick, it's a Nick Cage in a Nick Cage movie about a Nick Cage played character. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. he, how is it that he is so dominant? You could have, uh, as you were saying a minute ago, you could have gotten any, and by the way, get a European to play this role. Mm. Like he's supposed to be a uh, Ukrainian American, first generation Ukrainian, right? Yeah. Well, there's like, a 2000. Well, he's born, but he's right. also born here. So they, they don't grow up talking accents. They, they grow up like oh, Americans. No, right? I think he says at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, he, he was he a kid a when they immigrated. Oh. Yeah. He's He's a survivor, uh, and he's living uh, in the house of lies that is his father's fake Jew <laughs> life. Yeah, and this is where he learns everything from. So, yeah, yeah but was, what I'm saying yeah. is, even if you're a kid and you come over here, you you, you could lose that accent pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. As, as a yeah. kid, yeah, you could depending totally. on how young you are when you grow up here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that didn't bother me at all. But what what got what got me was just I thought this was based on a real story. It's not. It's based on a composite of like six of these dudes, and um. That were actual arms dealers during this era, which is also kind of fascinating in its own way. But Andrew Nichol, our director here, I think is deftly handling the, handling the material. Not only directed it, he wrote it, which appears to be something he prefers to do with everything he makes. He directs and he writes. So this is the writer of Gattaca and director of Gattaca. Um, he did which the Truman Show. Yeah, Long ago. Did Truman Show, or he wrote Truman Show, although I think Peter Weir actually directed it. Anyway, um, Let's see what else. The host, Simone, the terminal, Lord of War, in time, the minutes, uh, good kill, uh, something called Monopoly coming up. I hope that one's all about the game. Uh, oh, it is shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's not. I'm uh, sorry. It's a. It's <laughs> Kevin Hart is attached. Be careful what you ask for because you get it. <laughs> Alongside the director. Our cinematographer for this movie is Amir Mokri, who we've seen twice before, and it's all starting to make sense. Uh, he was the cinematography for Bad Boys 2 and Season of the Witch. Uh, I could see that. We saw, mm-hmm. we saw that on Film Sack. Yeah. And um, yeah, so like I, I felt like throughout the movie, I felt like, oh, the director and the cinematographer are punching above this movie's weight class. Agreed. <laughs> you know? Agreed. I think it looked really good. And um, if I had any problem with it, really over just kind of an overall before we get into the nitty gritty is that it seems to have so many plot directions that it's it gets a little lost in itself about midway and doesn't isn't sure if it wants to be about a guy who's loaded and his family's effed and he does not telling him anything. Or is this a movie about the proliferation of of weapons in the 80s and 90s and, you know, arming opposite armies, you know, all the all the problems that come from that. Um, I think it has one of the strongest intros I've ever seen. Oh God, the ti- yeah, the opening title sequence I love that. is okay, amazing. But love yeah. that's the best since Forrest Gump. May, uh, but, you know what? Can we? Oh, with the feather flying yeah, around. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I had to think about. Wait a minute, how does Forrest Gump open? Can that's we complain good. a little bit that the uh, CGI graphics don't really hold up? Did oh they- yeah, 2005. This should have been better for for something uh non-organic there's no reason why yeah but that stuff at the beginning was 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 uh it was a combination of of cgi and live action you know when you're in the box that's just yeah, a yeah. camera in there yeah. and stuff but people are lifting up the lid and that sort of but thing but when the bullet yeah. was being made and, and yeah, then eventually shot those those were those didn't age great but i also thought they were stylized enough that i was fine with it i knew mm-hmm. they were titles yeah. it wasn't yeah. supposed to be ultra realistic i'd already looked at nicholas cage so you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> the uncanny valley was already crossed so it was good yeah I, do, do, okay so like stop right there i know i'm not going to talk about anything other than nicholas cage yeah <laughs> 
The first thing you see in this movie is Nicolas Cage. Like he's Back standing there staring at you. Oh, that's yeah. true. And, yeah. Yeah. Bullets. And I just like, did, did and the rest of you have a moment where you're like, how's his hair doing? What's going on with his, <laughs> with his, you know, dirty, like, dirty spots. Is he getting old? What's well, going on? no, because, I think he's saying later, it's eighties later. Hair, like, man. It's uh, we've seen Nicolas Cage over the, the subsequent 18 years and it's gotten pretty bad. Like they're like when we saw him in that, willie's wonder nonsense like he you know his hair was really bad like right really like like oil oil dark grease like uh he'd rubbed it on the bottom of a camaro uh, dark <laughs> right yeah. so like i just i'm just curious if any of the rest of you were like sort of like clocking nicholas cage at, at, for how he looked as you first I saw did, him i think i gave a lot of um a lot of uh, benefit of the doubt or whatever to the the fake aging process that they had to use. Right when you see him old in the in the beginning, then you see him young in the in the uh, restaurant with his family. I didn't like say, oh well, he doesn't look like he's twenty years younger or whatever. I I completely right. went with it. It felt completely completely normal to me yeah it didn't I, whenever me. i go to a nicholas cage movie uh nicholas cage meets at the front door and goes here let me see your keys uh, i'm gonna park your brain yeah yeah right over here of. so right. you're good to go <laughs> i'm gonna park your brain over here i'm gonna park <laughs> your brain over here buddy so you don't have to worry about yeah, that yeah. just, just exactly. enjoy <laughs> here's your ticket here's your claim ticket Kate, when you're Kate ready Kate to Ballet. leave yeah you're ready to leave i'll give you back your uh your brain but, yeah uh, it's a it's just a weird it's a weird thing too because we now live in an era where the results of the proliferation of arms of the 80s and 90s we can see a lot of those results and uh right. so yeah. I was having a lot of overarching uh, thoughts about like the impact of that era and that that post-soviet crash, you know, uh vacuum of here come all the guns, where are they going to go? And that there one shot that was really um effective for me it was almost like Game of Thrones almost or House of the Dragon. You walk into that room and there was that warehouse just with stacked AK-47s oh, everywhere. God, yeah, just yeah. piles at, of them. Yeah. At Uncle, uh, Uncle Gun, Gunrunner? Yeah. Uncle Gunrunner, yep. That was the guy. Yeah. Uh, was he the one that was blown up in the car? That's Uncle he Gunrunner? Was, he was. He yes. blew up his uncle. Yes. Simeon blew up his uncle. Yes. That, That's right. this, this movie was so dense. I'm not going to give anybody any crap for going, I missed that. Because right, I, yeah. I have, it's been a while since I had to watch a movie that I couldn't even step away for even one second because it was so it was moved slow and it was so densely packed. It's not a bad thing. It just was. Yeah, yeah it was. I watched obviously watched the whole thing and then I yeah. but I took notes during it and then I watched because um, I typically do this when I'm writing my intros. I'll watch the movie clips uh, thing on YouTube, which has like yeah, here are the key key moments so I can get some more of those things. And there was like one movie clip where it's like, oh, I don't remember that at all. It must have been I was looking <laughs> yeah. down at my yeah. you know iPad yeah. typing in a note and completely missed it. Yeah, there's a exhausting lot. to yeah. stay engaged with this movie the entire time. It is it is exhausting. In, but it's good. In, it's in, good. Encaged yeah. is what you mean. Encaged. With yeah, it? yeah. Yeah. He was caged. Uh, encaged. Yes. I was yeah. Don't, don't be cagey about it. Uh, so uh, one other note about that. Uh, those guns. Uh, at least according to the trivia, they used a real stockpile of those uh, over three thousand AK forty sevens because it was oh, cheaper wow. cheaper than doing props. So they worked with like actual gun runners. Uh, like would go into these warehouses. Uh, some Czech arms dealer guy is the one that got him access to those AK forty sevens. Like that's just. That is some insane bit of side note for a movie that's, you know, needs to be serious and take some of this stuff seriously. But knowing how 
real those piles are kind of yeah. freak, freaked me out a little. Yeah. In fact, Ooh. they had to work with actual gun runners to get those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that is cheaper somehow than props. That seems bad. You know, yeah, it's, I yeah. should, it should be easier for me to get a prop gun than a, than a, than a real gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah, right. interesting. Yeah. I didn't think about it that I was thinking about filming locations in mm. a lot of this, like, because like in the United States, it's so difficult to, for the filmmakers, like to get their hands on an actual AK 47, like, why would they even do that? Yeah. But then when they're filming in, you know, Africa, maybe the, it's like super easy mm-hmm. to, to get the, l- those real weapons on set. Uh, yeah. Especially like 20 years ago. Do you guys see that Jonah Hill movie? That was that's basically this plot. Anybody right. else see that? Um, I have not called, seen it, but I know what you're talking about. Called, hold on, I'm going to find it. Jonah. Hill. Yeah, I did watch it. It was him and not Ben Schwartz, but it was somebody. It's him and another guy. War Dogs. Uh, War, Dogs. War Dogs. That's it. Yeah. He played Ephraim. Was, the other guy? was, based, was that a, based on a true story? This was based yes. on um, like an So this is based on an actual, like a Miles specific Teller. dude. And uh, he plays a character named Ephraim Dervoli. Again, somebody with Jewish background, heavily Jewish Ephraim. influence. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? Uh, Ephraim or no. something like that. <laughs> is it Ephraim? Just Ephraim, right? Ephraim. 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 Ephraim? I don't Ephraim. know. Well, Ephraim, all of them. Let's yeah, Ephraim. All. <laughs> uh, but that Ephraim I saw that movie, and that movie is yeah. this movie. Um, yeah, it's of, a yeah, little it's more great. comedy focused, yeah. and also in some ways, it's scary. Not scarier. I don't know how to explain it. Jonah Hill makes Grittier. me uncomfortable, and I don't mean that in a bad way. He's very good at this when he's playing a, a horrible person. Jonah Hill's a really good horrible yeah. person. The, yeah. the other thing that was exhausting about this particular movie, the uh, Nicholas Cage movie, is that it's exhausting to watch somebody in a downward spiral. And that's what this is. A movie's yeah, all about. Yeah. Nicholas cage is just, is self-destructive uh, all the way through or downward spiral. Like it was like, that's kind yeah. of rare that, a that a movie has someone kind of failing, but falling upward constantly. Like even yeah. at the very end, at the very end, he's lost everything. He totally is the big winner and walks yeah. out, yeah. you know, like yeah. Yeah. He, it's, he got what he wanted. And that's what he said in the, in the, in the, in the movie, yeah, so that was part of his narration. It's kind of yeah. like "be careful what you wish for," kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. He got what he wanted. He got successful, but it's, at what cost? Guys, what it's got cost? it's got a few moments of just brilliant dialogue. Yeah, and like again, it's it. The movie is a little better than the people making it. You know what I mean? It's this weird thing about Nick Cage how he can he can elevate bad things, but he can't elevate himself to great things. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting way of putting it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and, I hadn't really uh, thought of that, but sure. And that's like I really came away like thinking about the the moment when Ethan Hawke asks him, you know, how do you how do you want to be remembered? And he's like, I don't want to be remembered. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, right. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that was actually really. I, I was speaking to Ethan Hawke, I really liked yeah. him in this. I thought he oh, um, yeah. did a great job. Great. He's great anyway, but um, yeah, yeah, it's good to see. He is. Yeah. He played it, but he, he did play really well as just the the honest guy. He does really good at that. I yeah. like Ethan. Trying to is. trying to do the right thing uh, when he was being yeah. presented with the fact about you know that it's not all Boy Scouts here. You gotta you gotta make tough decisions that can affect things either way in a negative way. And like that stuff's that's yeah. hard to portray in a film like this. I thought they did a good job of that. Yeah, he was just he was awesome. It, really. Ethan Hawke. 
And Ethan Hawke and Jared Leto pick uh, good movies. They they pick good movies. We've only seen them each in one movie before Lord of War on film sack. Ethan Hawke and Gattaca, Jared Leto and Lord of War. Oh, Jared Leto's got a few new things coming up. Will Panel sack. Right, right. Will sack. Yeah. (laughs) And and, uh, by the way, also the same with Bridget Monaghan. Bridget Monaghan isn't on the same level as them as an actor, but we've only seen Bridget Monaghan once, and that was in The Sum of All Fears. Gotcha. Oh, was she in that? I like her. I think she's great. Yeah. She's um yeah. she's uh did something recent that I thought was real good and I don't remember what it is now. Oh, I'm still up on War Dog's page, so forget it. I can't find it. I can't find it. It's not gonna Oh, she an iRobot as well? Oh yeah. wait a minute. She was Oh wait yeah. a minute, I know who this lady is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Lord of War. Where where the hell am I? Okay, here. Bridget Monahan, the one I'm thinking of is um John, oh, it's John this, Wick. John Wick, yeah. that's what I was thinking of. Yep. The yeah. John Wick stuff. Oh, we saw her in Battle her. Los Angeles, didn't we? Didn't we watch we Battle Los Angeles? I don't think we saw that. that. We, no, want to. we want to. We haven't. What's yeah, the one where to. they're fighting the aliens on top of the buildings in Los Angeles? <laughs> robot? I don't know. No, that's robot? The, we definitely watched the equivalent of that, the non-union yeah. equivalent of what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, what the hell was the thing that we watched that I've been thinking was Battle Los Angeles? I can't think of it either. Battle LA? Was there something called Battle LA? That, no, yeah. your name in the same movie. That's um, the same movie. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm just Same thinking, movie, just longer name. I know. I can't think of it either, but Brian's right. We totally did this. We totally did this movie that you're talking uh, about. Yeah, yeah. talking about the, uh, the the RoboCop reboot? No, it was one that was, they were on rooftops and in like a really fancy condo yes and the aliens are all outside of it and they had to bust through windows and somebody kind of big was in it but they were the only there was like stunt casting for one actor and everybody else sucked god hell is it yeah i know i'm trying to look i guess i'll need more information Something about aliens. Uh, The invasion. We watched the invasion, but that's not the movie you're talking about. Invasion LA? Was there something like that? Was this I thought could have sworn it had LA in the title? Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm with you on this. I cannot think of it though. Cannot think of it. Oh well. Well anyway, how are we not talking about Ian Holm? What was it again? Randy? Skyline? Was it Skyline? It's Skyline! Skyline! That was the other thing I couldn't think of. I knew it was a sky or something in freaking Skyline, Skyline, dude. Anyway, my wife loves her in Blue Bloods. I wanted to get that out there. She likes that show. Okay. Yeah. Cool. What do you think about Mustache Man? She (laughs) she loves him. Are you kidding? (laughs) Does he have the mustache? Is he is he is it back? Pretty sure in Blue Bloods he has it, but maybe I'm wrong. Hold on. Yep, he has the mustache in Blue Bloods. Okay, good. Yeah. It's right. It's only right, right? When he wears it. It is. Oh yeah. I mean it's like it's, yeah. it's just just weird watching without it. Completely agree. Richard, it's it's Richard one of the Morgan. only procedural type regular network shows that I can stand. It actually kind of like Blue Buds. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's a little. I mean, whatever. They're good actors in it, and you got your you got your Donnie Wahlberg. The underrated Wahlberg is in this, and he's a great cop in this, and it's fun to watch. And I highly I kind of recommend it. I don't know if I highly recommend it. I just kind of recommend it. <laughs> I would suggest yeah. it. It's kind of a great. I would suggest it. It's okay Maybe. if you're looking yeah. for a procedural that isn't total trash. It's it's better than most. I would say. Yeah. Uh, all right. Ian, also, Ian Holm. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about Ian Holm. No, yet. let's do that. No, let's do that. Yes. Yeah. What's this? Our third all. third movie, Randy. I'm going to make a guess here. Uh, uh, f- um, Alien, Fifth Element, mm-hmm. this, and that might be it. I got three more for you. Oh shit. We sacked uh, Ian Holm in Existence. Oh, was he in that? I oh, really? <laughs> and he was in The Day After Tomorrow. That's easy yes. to re- forget. No. <laughs> and no. he was in Time Bandits way back when. Oh, oh right. That makes sense. I knew that. I love yeah. him in Time Bandits. Okay. Well, more than I thought. Um, he's, I love him. Yeah. yeah. 
I love him so freaking much. I, I think it sucks that he's dead. Uh, there, I said. Yeah. He, he's yeah. not dead. He just disappeared. If you want to watch. He just, he just if, put the ring on and he disappeared. Let me put it, <laughs> put it exactly this way. Right. If you want to hear one of his greatest performances, because you won't actually see him, but you will hear one of his finest performances as the character Skinner in Ratatouille. He was the, oh, um, yes. the chief chef guy, head chef of the French restaurant that was such yeah. a pain in the ass. That is an amazing villainous performance that, he, that yeah. doesn't get talked about enough. I freaking love that guy. I love Ratatouille. That's such a good movie. Ratatouille's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Well, worth good. watching like right oh, now. Boy. Drop everything. Let's go. Yeah. See you yeah. next week, everybody. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's it? Oh, gro- you want to know what grossed me out? This is going to be a tough one. Oh. Let me play the thing here. There was here. so many. Well, anytime there's gross. Here you go. Go ahead. Tell me what you think. Can, can, I, can I just get in on the ridiculous two-star hotel in Africa? Like, just the whole sure. thing. <laughs> like, I just like... As you go in, like they make a point of making every surface of that place look absolutely sticky. Yeah. It's like, I just felt like the whole time he's walking in that hotel, he knows there's some prostitutes up there waiting for him. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking Scott Johnson would hate this. (laughs) I did. (laughs) Well, I mean, I would never want to stay there. There's that, that is a true answer. Uh, but it did not Uh, make my, I, I will tell you something kind of tied here, but. I will. I will guess that it's snorting floor cocaine. There you oh, go. you're so <laughs> close. You're so close. All right, I'll just tell you. There's two things: snorting shit off of anything. That's my number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's sure. not good. Don't oh. do that. Uh, but the brown, brown. Yeah, oh. don't don't do that at all. But kissing your TV over and over grosses me out for some reason. Oh, really? yeah, yeah. yeah really? I don't like that. Don't be kissing Even your TV. Even if it's got uh, Mikhail Gorbachev and his uh, his red wine stain on his head. <laughs> what do you? What do you what do you imagine's on the TV that's grossing you out, Scott? Because I, I fingerprints, and now we know there's something really gross who, on there. That is Nick Cage's who, lip marks. I don't want those. Who, on touches, there. who touches the TV screen? I would. I would. Th- we live in different worlds. Little no one's kids touch my TV. Little kids touch them. He's got a little kid. There's no way that kid I guess, hadn't. Touched I guess you don't use like distilled water and vinegar to wash off your screens and stuff, do you? You don't. Do oh, that. is that a I thing? Guess it's just me. Is that a me? thing? Just I me. I never even oh, yeah, wash my just screens you. off. Sorry, just you. Does your ho- yeah, does okay. your house smell like an Easter egg? Like how does that work when you put no, the vinegar on? No, just the TVs. <laughs> just the electronics. Okay. Just the electronics. Really, screens and stuff. Yeah, half half solution of uh, uh, vinegar and 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 uh, and water and yeah. distilled water half specifically, half. right? Yeah, yeah, distilled water. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. That's interesting. So no corrosion with that. That's a that's a clean. No, method. that's good stuff. That right. clean screens. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It you don't have to worry about kissing it. You just think, oh, it's Easter. Yeah. I just think it making out with your TV is weird and gross. Yeah. Gross. That, that's a, weird. Yeah. Gross. Mm. Yeah. Pretty. Can gross. we take a step back here? I want to. Yeah. I want to ask you guys. Did you know that brown brown is real? Yeah. It has to be. I've heard what it before. Is, Where have I heard of brown brown before? Brown, I've heard it before. Never heard of it. So it's that, a. It's a purported form of cocaine mixed with smokeless oh, gunpowder. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's what they were yeah. calling brown brown. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. wait. So is that a thing you – would you shoot it or snort it? Snort. You would snort it. Okay. Yeah, he snorted it. So there's that, no that advantage. Guy the, that, that guy with the gun said, he's he's or you some brown brown. He's like, I don't want to do this. And he's like, oh, okay, I guess I am doing it. No, so no, you're right. But wouldn't that be bad for you? The the, the yes. That would be terrible because smokeless gunpowder, the, the point of adding smokeless gunpowder to cocaine is that it has nitroglycerin in it, right? Mm-hmm. So nitroglycerin should cause your you know, vasodilation. Dilation. It should cause your, yeah. uh, your, your, your blood to flow more freely. Yes. And okay. uh, so that would intensify the effects of the cocaine, or at least that's what they think. Yeah. And then it makes you shit um, your pants. That's the brown, brown part. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I was amazed because I, I don't think I'd ever heard this phrase before. I was amazed to find out how often it appears. 
Like yeah, it is right. in all kinds of movies and books and TV shows. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard, I've heard it before because I knew when I, when I heard, I was like, Oh no, that's the thing with the thing. But I've definitely heard it places before, but I was like, gross. Worst name ever. Brown yeah. Brown, yeah. Brown, brown. <laughs> brown, brown. Exactly. How like brown is it? Brown, oh, it's brown, brown. brown. Yeah. It's brown, we'll be right brown. back. Got to go make some brown, brown. But why yeah. is it? Mm. But cocaine is white. The gunpowder is dark, black, gray. Why is it called right. brown, brown? What's like the, I said, the only thing I have to figure is you, you chit your pants. That's you shit the only, your pants. That's the only way. It, yeah. <laughs> you maybe you're right. I don't know. It's weird, man. Yeah. Or maybe you cough up blood. I don't know. It sounds gross. Um, if you are I can't snort things, by the way, I can barely do nasal spray. I don't know how people snort. Oh, I know, dude. Stuff. Right. Right. Weird. I agree. I yeah, ever I since high school, my friend, um, I forgot his name. Can't remember his name, but I had a friend who snorted. It crushed up uh, <laughs> tiny tarts. Brown, brown, Scott. Is he, that, <laughs> he crushed up. He crushed up tiny tarts and would snort them in class. Oh, oh God, geez. those people. I hate you so much. I know. Gross. I know. Um, his nose has got to be effed up because he did it a lot and uh, probably yeah, moved on yeah. to actual drugs later. But his um, the the one day that really threw us all for a loop and he ended up going to the nurse's office was he crushed he would crush him up like normal, snort him and go. And he was starting to become tolerant to the idea of the powder. Oh, yeah. So he oh, snorted an entire tiny tart up his nose, which got lodged up in his sinus, which got infected. It was a nightmare. That guy, kid was an idiot. Ugh. Yeah, him and the oh, other, my. him and the Patrick Nagel kid, not the artist, but Patrick Nagel, my friend, who set his hand <laughs> on fire with uh, rubber cement. Smart people I worked with. Uh, <laughs> the best people. The yeah. best people. Best people. <laughs> Some of the best people. I appreciate that you always say, you know, not Pat Nagel, the guy I work with. Yeah, <laughs> I want. I want to be clear. The the amazing right. artist Patrick Nagel not should the, not be included. Not the creator of the uh, Rio album cover for Duran Duran, but no. a whole different Pat Nagel. Yeah, yeah, that Pat Nagel had a lot of uh, Playboy work, and uh, people bought their posters, and it was a time for that guy. But this guy, no. He sucked. Yeah. He was dope. <laughs> he was an idiot. Anyway, we, uh, there's a scene in the movie where they land a plane in a, in a road. I it's, love that scene. Now, why are those people running toward where the plane's running? They're going to land. I, like, they're literally running people, to like, the they've middle. They've probably only seen a plane like twice in their life. And they're like, what do you do? They don't know that you should always try to escape at 90 degree angles. Okay. Exactly. That's movies. Because they were doing like Charlize Theron and Prometheus when the giant wheel of death is coming at her. It's like, no, go to the left or right. Don't just run straight, you dummy. Run straight. And then there's a kid just happens to be sitting right there. That that threw me. That took me out just a little bit. Because I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, the, the the whole trope of break on time and barely almost miss somebody thing is a yes. million times in a, a trillion movies. Why is it in here? I, I yeah. think it was a moment of there was almost a moment of levity here. This is the first time we had an actual break in the film. This film had just been like back to back, just self-destructive stuff. But here we had like a moment of of humor, of levity somewhat. Where he's able to unload the whole whole stupid thing and and thwart Ethan Hawke's right, you know, but there's captures, also so. there's also just that continuing um, uh, depiction of what all the gun running does for the children of the world, right? Like right, you know right. the the arming the kids and the very title sequence ends with a kid getting shot in the head and and mm-hmm. the um, the woman and her uh, child getting attacked. Oh God, that was. Even though you don't yeah, see it, it's hard to watch. Yeah. Um, but there's, Jared Leto saw it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think it's just one more of those in a movie that's strewn with those. Yeah. Well, right. And I think I, this is giving way too much credit to this movie. <laughs> like <laughs> there, that we do. Ha- we do need to accept that this movie has a ceiling and there's a lot of things above that. I, but this movie, I think, 
is trying to put you in Nick Cage's eyes as you see the baby on the road and the plane stopping short. And you're supposed to compare that to his own child back home. And like you you realize, oh, wow, he's going to lose that kid. You know, like he's going to lose his own child and he can only escape uh, that moment so many times before karma comes for him. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, karma, 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 chameleon. Um, I think. <laughs> well, thanks that's, for that. That was great. Yeah. I have. Yeah, I have. I have OCD. Um, I think that the writer, director, Andrew, Andrew Nicole, I think is his name. Nicole. How you say it? Or Nicole. Nicole. Anyway, Nicole, I don't know. Yeah, writer of Truman Show, Gattaca. I actually think this film fell very short of its potential. I think there's a lot going on there that just – there's so much to pack in this film, and it was already an over two-hour movie. I I think that this movie had a lot more on the page than when it was able to be presented here. And because I feel like we didn't get a chance to look at uh, his background. We never got a chance to have much empathy for Nicholas Cage's character, because all we were doing is just watching him, you know, spiral down and down. I think if we had an opportunity to for to explore that survivor aspect and the the house he grew up in with his uh, with his dad having all those lies, they kind of just Brian, hand wave. I want to I want to argue with you because sure. the movie has a narrator mm. of a voiced narrator right. can provide any subtext you want to provide. The it's a filmmaker's fault. If it's missing some subtext, because he could have just had Nick Cage tell you. Right, right. Well, I'm, what I'm saying is I think that they could have made a better movie. I think something else was stopping this movie from re- reaching its full potential. I didn't have time to research it, but I don't think it was from lack of talent pool here. I think this movie could have been better. Oh, yeah. No, they got all kinds was, of talent. I don't think anything was being held back. Don't you think, this, think could have been a, this could have been a prestige TV like – 10 episode absolutely. limited series. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. 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 I agree with that 100%. I remember in the middle of it going, boy, this this could probably be chunked out, you know. Do a yeah. do six uh-huh. episodes or something and and you'd you'd pull it off pretty well. I, I that's think, what I think I think I think primarily this movie suffers from time and this the just the breadth of the of the whole subject is just so big. It's a huge subject. It's hard to do. It. And in some ways that warlord or war dogs did some of this better, but it's also right. way more cynical. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about war dogs. You guys should watch yeah. it and tell me yeah. what you think. But yeah, um, Gattaca is still really holds up. I don't know how the last time you yeah. guys saw Gattaca, but Gattaca holds the hell up. Mm. And it made me think that, wow, Andrew Nichol, that guy, he's not going to ever make anything bad. I still think the Truman show holds way up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Things like the terminal are pretty awesome. Although I guess Spielberg mm-hmm. directed the terminal, right? I think. Right, right. But the story was he by wrote him, it. so yeah, he yeah. wrote it. I think his story writing probably outweighs his directing. So yeah. anybody see the host, which was that uh uh Stephanie Meyer deal that isn't I uh, <laughs> that isn't I I uh, Twilight. Yeah, isn't Twilight. Isn't Twilight? <laughs> he he directed that and uh did the screenplay for it and I, I that feels like such a stray for him, like such a weird it's fine. Yeah. I mean I, I don't want to smirch whatever twilight for all of its things i would never watch twilight for there's a whole legion of people who legion that, that was their yes. thing man they loved it and, well, I, and I mean you know, we're, you're saying that on film sack like we <laughs> yeah. we try to love movies that don't really deserve it that's true <laughs> we dig it we yeah. do dig down some and try to find 
I mean, we'll yeah. we'll be honest about what we think, but we try to find what was great, even in the worst stuff. So, so yeah, that's a fair point. I did have a question here for Ibit. I wrote down, yeah. "Hey Ibit, how do you feel about this particular cover of Hallelujah?" Is what I wrote. Oh, oh yeah. that's a classic one, uh, Tim. Uh, oh, jeez. Uh, Hallelujah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost as <clears throat> um, Jeff Buckley, almost as. Um, Thank you. Uh, big as the Leonard Cohen original, actually, maybe even more so. Like a lot of people only know the this Jeff Buckley cover, and it was it didn't become popular until he kind of mysteriously died on a beach in um, oh, Texas weird. Weird. Uh, after a concert, after a show, and uh, uh, you know this this song all of a sudden took on a new life, a new meaning, and hmm. kind of. Right, resurgence. So uh, he died in the Mississippi River. But. Oh, oh it was Mississippi. Okay, it wasn't. Uh, yeah, close enough. What did Tennessee. he? Did they just find him face down. Did they did figure out what happened? <laughs> no, he, he, he went for like a night swim and yeah. uh, and drowned, but they don't know if it was like an intentional huh. drowning, like a suicide. I mean, or yeah, with your yeah. with your clothes and your shoes on, it's yeah, kind of suspicious. Exactly. And with concrete boots, I mean. <laughs> Just taking my little bath here. Right, a little, yeah, a little suspect right there. Yeah, yeah I put tape sure. on his mouth. What the heck? Right. <laughs> that's how I swim at night. Too soon? No, yeah. Maybe. Oh, dude, and Jeff Buckley was 30. Oh, that's like, yeah. too the, young. That's the other thing. Like, wow. That's too young. Just a huge talent. But uh, yeah. well, what do you think about this out. cover of uh, Fade Into You by Mazzy Star? I actually kind of liked it. Was it a cover? <laughs> I thought that was the original. No, it was the original. No, it wasn't the original. Oh. I do like the second week of Portishead, though. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, exactly. Two weeks I, in a row. I, this is what this is what made me realize that I was well between the the narration, you know, we got a narrator, and then we have this time traveling via Forrest Gump, you know, where you like you you touch down every everything you touch, you got to set up the situation with the song of that era. Yes. Yeah. And then, so, you know what song I think we can all agree we don't ever need to hear again in any movie or anywhere. Uh, that is cocaine by Eric Clapton. Oh, cocaine. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. But we had a big Ukraine cocaine. I know, but it's <laughs> so, so over. It's so overexposed. Like that movie, yeah. that song. Oh, Agreed. Yeah, done. I don't like I'm it done. either. Yeah. I always forget. Well, I was him. done with Buffalo Springfield. Come on. I mean, <laughs> yes, was, right. Like, it's oh, like, my God. Oh, what, are we doing a Vietnam War again. movie here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they always bring that out. That's always a thing. Yeah. So, so um, uh, you just reminded me of something I forgot. It was a music thing. Gosh, dang it. Oh, I hate when I do that. Oh, <laughs> what was it? There was what was the what was the songs in here? We had some Mazzy Star. Did we have Portishead? I might have missed the Portishead. We did. Yeah, yeah. I think Sorry, I remember. I didn't write it down. The little kid voice in me is saying, "Oh, is that how you say that?" I think I I used to in my head. I used to read that and say Portishead. That's where I go. That's when before plumbing, you had a Portishead and you went yeah. out there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of what I was going to say, so forget it. Just forget it, forget you guys. It. Just forget, forget it. it. It was good, and I don't remember it, right. so forget it. Uh, it's going to come back. Sometimes when I just talk about it, it comes back. It's yeah. not coming back. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> I feel like it left and said, no, Dad, I'm done. This is our last fight. I'm not going to come. This thought is not coming back <laughs> into your head. All right. Well, I won't worry I, about I it. I did love, uh, I don't know, the Jared Leto character, even though it, kind of, it was kind of a one-note kind of thing. I like the fact that we went through his... You know, he kind of went through his whole Jenny moment too, like in Forrest Gump. Where he, he had like, a full, uh, you know, he had a real arc, man. He went, from yeah, he had like a real a, arc. Yeah, yeah. Un- unlike uh, you know Nick Cage's character, who just kind of 
you know, flat line from the beginning. But he, he didn't really change. He just got wiser or accepting. How about that? He he just become accepting of his reality. Oh, maybe. I know what it was. Sorry, I just came back. I knew he'd get sorry, it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, so here's the here's my thing that just came back to me. Favorite, because Randy brought it up and then I lost my thread. Oh, Randy! Favorite, it's not his fault. Favorite um, <laughs> uh, movie where narration is a major part of it and why is it uh, Goodfellas? Because nothing else is as good as yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. plenty of movie, and Scorsese does it all yeah. the time, right? No, He's constantly that is doing the, it. That is the best example of all of it. Yeah, in fact, all sure. of Scorsese's movies, almost all, use it as a thing he's a master of that narration like i don't know why it's right. so good when he does it and nobody else feels quite up to that task this movie started in a way that felt like they were going to go the scorsese narration way yeah right and it right. kind of veered off and forgot about itself for big chunks and then you'd go oh, like oh right nick cage is narrating part of this i forgot i have right. i have some alternatives okay give it because this is something i think about all the time it's definitely not I, the I, non-director edition of uh, blade runner but go ahead right <laughs> yeah, agreed it's horrible um, Peter Falk in The Princess Bride. Oh, yeah, that's oh, very good. That's amazing good. Yeah. narrator. Yeah, that's uh, not fun. not used as much, I don't think. Mm. Um, freaking uh, Ewan McGregor in Big Fish. Oh, oh that's yeah, Big yes. Fish is yeah. just good. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, Ewan McGregor is the younger version. Albert Finney is, does the narration. Oh, I can't. I, right. It's been a while. I don't remember who narrated. Um, and then Wonder Years with Fred, Fred Savage. That's, I mean, maybe. That, that's not a bad call. Well, Princess Bride and totally Fred Savage. Wrong. Wow. All right. Apparently, he got kicked off the new uh, Wonder Years as a producer because he was. Oh, God. Yeah. Why? Just, I don't I know. I don't want to hear that about him. I don't want to hear nothing. La, 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 la. And then you know what's. Touching somebody's you know bum. what's. Uh, what we always talk about so much that I you almost forget is um, Morgan Freeman for uh, Shawshank Redemption. He's just. It's it's ubiquitous his uh, yep, right. his narration. Yep, of that that's movie. a good one. That's right up there. That's got to be in the top five, probably. Yeah, that's a good call. I like it when it's done well. It's it's one of my favorite tropes in movies, but I hate it when it's bad. And a couple of examples in both cases, they went turned around and made like definitive editions without it because the directors didn't want it, and that would be Blade Runner and um dark city one of my favorite movies ever mm-hmm. and dark city had uh Kiefer sutherland doing a uh narration for the top and middle right, and bottom right, and right. it was horrid right. it just didn't fit yeah. and and the studio yeah. forced it because they thought the movie was too weird if you ever want to see that movie proper get the one without that, that and it's amazing i mean the right. first the, the original's fine too but just don't you don't have to explain everything to us if it's yeah. not if the narration doesn't like really add to it like it does yeah. in these other examples, then don't mm-hmm. freaking do it. Don't lean on it often, as a crutch. Mm-hmm. Often that's how you get from a book to a movie too. Like, yeah. If, if the book is real dense, right. Like that, and, yeah. So like yeah. uh stand by me, right. It's a really, it's a pretty simple movie, but it's really punched up by having Richard Dreyfus explaining a bunch of stuff that you, you just don't have time to, yeah, sh- to dialogue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is all true. Um, hmm. I, 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 <laughs> Is there is, is there a trope for this? Somebody help me out here. The, the bullshit science facts. Is that something? <laughs> I like it. Bullshit yeah, science uh, facts. I, I don't know if this is true or not, but of course we just talked about the 10% of your brain recently in the uh, flight of the navigator, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, Nicholas Cage drops this comparative at some point in time, says a four and a half month old, we, we have a lizard tail. And I'm like, ah, what? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's bullshit. Is that... But I've heard it before. Is that true? Is that true? Kind of, 
Well, like when we're, when we're when we're in just when we're being developed in mommy's belly, not like right. we were four and a half running around with a diaper. But yeah, like four and a half. I, I don't know, but it, immediately I was like, "Oh, that sounds like some bullshit." We would have believed in two thousand. I mean, there's some like one off. There's there's one off. You'll find once in a while a kid will just have a vestigial tail that is just like a right. little lump or something, and that you know for whatever reason genetically it just kind of had a little offshoot. But I don't right. think he's right in that every baby <laughs> has a tail for a hot second. I don't think that's true. <sighs> Right, could I don't, be I don't wrong. Think it felt like, it felt like I've heard that before myself. I've though. heard it before too, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it's bullshit. Yeah. Oh, I want to share with you the worst photo I've ever seen. Would you guys like to see it? <laughs> oh, oh well, please. Is it uh, what happens when you please look, search for me. every baby born with <laughs> right. a tail? Uh, uh, oh, close. By all this, means, go some, see me. Thank someone you. Had oh, this, oh, God. oh God. Someone had that removed. Oh God. Yeah. 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 Oh, God. yeah I'd have that removed too, unless my name is Ratso Rizzo. I did that not just fall off. Oh God. I'm gonna puke. That's Can, really gross. Sorry. What? I'm, what? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you broke so Randy. Good. Thanks a lot. It's so good. Is there, is oh, there I, anyone? I could top it. You ready? Yeah. Oh it. God, no! I'm well, not looking. Uh, no, I'm I not. Want to see <laughs> it? Put it in. I do. Oh. I want to see it. Let's see what you got. Oh jeez! What is that? Oh my god! It's got a it's got a blump at the end. What it's is that? It's got like a boob. It's, it's like a tail a with a boob at the end. Oh yeah, it's got its own any, breast. Is there anyone out there looking for an experienced oh, podcaster? That one's photoshopped, obviously. Uh, okay. All right, these all three of these will don't be turn Lilmar uh, made into the a Patreon. Baby. The Patreon. Oh, uh, no, they won't. Yeah, no, we're not going <laughs> to we're going to torture you with that. Is there a way to do like spoiler, like tag it so that it's black until you click on? As far as I it? know, no, but um, okay. but they can do. You can do that in. Uh, I think Discord lets you do that. Why don't you feed that yeah. into the yeah, AI Discord and see if we'll go ahead and get that uh, robot uprising we've been wanting? Yeah, let's get uh, that happening. Oh my gosh, that's nasty. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. It looks what like else? the one single boob that we saw in this film. Yeah. Which I think was a. Uh, <laughs> oh, was can we talk accident. about that? Let's talk about that yeah. for a second. So she yeah. leaves. They pay her. They say, "Get out of here." It's Jared Leto's drunk girlfriend. Push her out the door. Hand her a stack of money, and the way she puts her arm down causes her. Her, the strap of her dress to slide down and fully yeah. expose her boob. Yeah. Um, and it totally cuts pointless. abruptly. Yeah. Right. Was it? Was it? What was the scene for? I mean, I you could have you could have totally cut it. The scene. I don't know. I mean, it's to show that uh, that uh, Jared Leto's character is out of control. He's inviting hookers back for Christmas. And... But if you had to cut it before the boob fell out, would it have made any difference? Oh no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Okay, that's what this I'm movie. Saying. This movie has a pretty incredible amount of movie nudity. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah. it Booty. was exhausting. Uh, like. It's just it's, it's, it's so unrealistic. Nudity. It's so <laughs> yeah. unrealistic. Movie nudity is always this thing where someone's nude, but you can't. You're only seeing the top of their back, <laughs> the side of their leg, yeah. and it's never the nudity that you want. It's always the nudity <laughs> in real life. It's never the nudity you want. It's yes. always oh god. It's the nudity you grandma get. put that away. Yeah, right. right. Yes, and in real life, when you uh, show up at your grandma's house to check on her and she's naked, <laughs> the first thing you see is her butthole. And in movies, <laughs> in movies, you have Bridget Moynihan refusing to put on clothes, and the yeah, only yeah. thing you see is the top of her back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know. Like, in the, the scene where him and his brother are getting it on in the hotel room. Um, what? Yeah. Not him. Not together. <laughs> they had oh, two, okay. Okay. Let's, yeah. They had, two, they had two <laughs> girls with, with them. Two, uh, 
uh, booth the cocaine babes, basically. The See, cocaine I think that's yeah, weird. Like if it's Fargo and you got, um, you know, the Russian dude and, 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 um, uh, can't think of his name, uh, from I can't think of anyone's name all of a sudden. Anyway, when you have, when it's, it's your friend, your hitman friend, and you're both doing it in the room with two ladies you've never met. Yeah. Um, right. I get it. Your brother over there just in the room. <laughs> that's weird. Can't yeah. do it. Yeah, you gotta. You can afford a, a suite with a couple separate rooms. You know, maybe do that. Yeah, do that, and don't ever do it again. Is the answer. Sorry, I had to put one more in there. Okay. Um, I can't even tell what I'm looking. Oh my there. god, why? Will you stop posting? Discord? Okay, I'm not gonna do it anymore. Block, That's block, it. I block. promise. Can you block me from Discord. That'd <laughs> yeah. be awesome. Um. All right. What else? Do we anything else you want to say about Lord of War? It's a big movie. I feel like it's hard to dissect. Like we don't always yeah, say it it earlier. Really it's is. so dense. There's so much going on. It's good, though. I, I would recommend it, actually. I I'm think- guessing that the other things that I have listed here are things that are going to come up in uh, audio clips. clips. Yeah. Oh, I, well I did be. like something that you may have not noticed. Like I said, this movie is full of, like, small things. So, like, we didn't get a chance to really look at Nicolas Cage's uh, – what was his addiction and the, the irony of him always giving shit to his brother. Anyway – at the end, his lies that are revealed when his wife opens uh, his uh, what, what do you call those things? The locker of shame. Oh yeah, uh, uh-huh. and it's got all the guns and we stuff in there. A huge freaking trope. Yeah, yes, yeah, huge freaking that, trope is what it is. Big trope. Give me the trope name. Mm-hmm. Almost certainly un, not ever happened in real life. Yeah. Right. How do you run electricity? To a freaking container. <laughs> <laughs> like power and, generator, duh. 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 And you may not have noticed because I didn't, but her paintings are in there too. So his entire hmm. reveal yeah. of his lies. Oh, definitely not noticed because that. Because yeah, it, you uh, had to because she saw it and went, yeah. oh, no, no. My I looked away heart. for half a second. Oh, and I oh. Missed it. yeah. Oh, and no, can we, uh, can I just insert a trope into that, which is just drives me freaking crazy? Oh my crazy. gosh, a it's trope like a inside of a trope, trope, like a turducken trope. Yeah, a turducken yeah. trope, yeah. Mm. All right, what do you it's, got? It's the do, does not like guns trope. The entire yeah. freaking movie, we're told Yuri doesn't like guns. Yuri doesn't like guns. Yuri doesn't yeah. like guns. We go to his secret container hideout, guns on the wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, what, does he like them or not? Make up your mind. He, yeah. he wants to he wants to keep his family separated from his work, is what he would. Like I said, once right. again, I don't think this movie was big enough to really hold everything, all the ideas that were going on. Well, it's because yeah, he, it just, you know short. why? It's because he pissed blood. Pissed blood! Yeah. <laughs> blood. Yeah. Yeah. That was from Matchstick Men. Another great Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which. They're great in kind of air A little air Oh, I love Matchstick Men. Oh, just you a can, little bit. I love that movie. I think it's great. That's, it's also weird because it's, it's Ridley Scott, which you just don't think of for a movie like that. I loved it. Right. I thought it was awesome. I, am I getting old and I all I ever think about yes. is I sure hope I'll. Oh, yes, of course I am. Um, <laughs> I always have a, a contingency plan for what if I have to pee mm. because I have to pee more than I used to. And when <laughs> when he had to spend the 24 hours on that bucket, yeah. I was like, <laughs> did he did he pee? Oh, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Oh, that plane right out of the desert. That, the plane. that yes. uh, disintegrating time lapse plane disintegration was yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, which was such a great scene. scene. Love yeah. that. But never once did he have like one of the locals come over and, and help him pee or something because he, I guess he just sat on that bucket all night. Well, they didn't yeah, show, they didn't show him while sure. they showed the, the thing falling apart. They just, it was just off in the foreground or the background. And right. so when he but finally, when the happened. camera panned oh, way, back to him, he probably pooed and peed 20 times. Pooed and peed. This is the moment, by the way, when I 
have to extol the listener. If you didn't watch this movie, stop now. Go watch the movie. That yeah. scene alone, the entire sequence of landing the plane and then yeah. getting out of jail, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then what you see, what you see in time lapse is just incredible. Yeah, it's yeah. Worth, worth the whole movie's worth it for uh, just that sequence. I agree. It's yeah. really a powerful yeah. moment that's just done right. And the music's perfect for it. And it's just good. That that part is great. Yeah. And I assume they took apart a real plane for that shot. I don't know. I'm assuming so, yeah. They did not like CG. It didn't so look like their, people... their opening bullet CGI level. Yeah, it looked no, far better. Really. <laughs> yeah, it looked a whole lot better. Um, all right. Well, I do have clips. Should we play them? Let's do them. Well, yeah. Do yeah, it. I agree. I think it's time. Let's do these clips. Here's a whole bunch of them. Uh, starting with this one, uh, this is, it's about a hat. I like the hat. He likes the hat. He does. He likes that. You got something up there above yeah, you. Yes. yes. This is a hat on your head. I like it. Uh, be more human, Morbius. Beware of the dog. You don't have a dog. Are you trying to scare people? No, it's scare me. Remind me to beware the dog and me. The dog that wants to fuck everything that moves, wants to fight and kill weaker dogs. I guess it's uh, to remind me to be more human. Yeah, and then that's yeah, when you knew well, he was going to uh, die. Young Americans by David Bowie playing with that. Yes, I heard that. I was so excited to hear some David Bowie. Oh, nice. I didn't even notice. Uh, yeah. he, he, uh, th- that was some foreshadowing, though, because that's the moment you yes. knew that, that Jared Leto's character would die. You just knew it. Yeah, you just yeah. knew it. Had to. Uh, Nick Cage says something here. <laughs> it's, I played it at the top here. I've tasted your borscht. 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 <laughs> Have you guys ever had borscht? I've never had it. I have, yeah. It's it good? a cold beet soup. Well, I guess it doesn't have to be cold, but uh, it's good. Yeah, Crazy like- neighbor makes it, and it's uh, it's excellent. I would like some. Do you like Do you like beets? I do. I like beets. Do you like um, beets? I do you like, like them? I like beets in. Um, I, I like them. How do I like them? What, 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 uh, I like, pick, I like green like eggs and ham. ham. I like. Yeah, I was about to say. I like them pickled. <laughs> I like a pickled beet. Well, I know yes. that's not the same, but I do like that. If you if yeah. you make. Uh, borscht with lots of uh, beef stock and onions. It, it's not bad. Yeah. It's yeah. it's always the borscht that has no real, you know, like beef flavor and no onion flavor that people hate. Yeah, you want, mm. I, I would need those two Interesting. ladder items yeah. for it to be good. Uh, Bilbo Baggins speaks. I don't think you and I are in the same business. <laughs> All right, there's that. We just died, right? Like last year? Yeah. A couple years ago. It's been a couple, a couple years. 2020, something like oh. that. Yeah. Man, Ian Holm. Um, personal favorite, what? Oh, this is where he talks about his favorite color. My personal favorite color, gray. 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 Oh, gray. Well, that's the punchline. That's a punchline of a joke. Sort of. Where he's, where he's listed out, you know, that some black, things are gray. black and some things are white. It's, yeah, yeah. And then he. He prefers the, the gray. That, like, <laughs> well, like, shut up and get to the fun of this scene. That scene <laughs> where they're hurriedly trying to change everything that's you can see about a ship mm-hmm. is is really cool like i mm-hmm. i enjoyed that part of the movie where and it happens three times where he's being uh captured by ethan hawk and gets out of it yeah a little too easily yeah. in a couple of cases but whatever he was addicted to that i think the danger the changer and the stranger all right, here's <laughs> I don't know what that meant. Here is the uh the the cage not Oh, I wrote cage not known for his Spanish speaking. So I'm guessing if I was a a native Spanish speaker, I would think this was wrong, so I'm going to play it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Vendo armas. No drogas. Sounds like some bullshit to me. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I mean it's it's definitely a gringo accent, but like I I think the he's supposed to be bad in all the different languages. 
that he speaks. Yeah. And it, so it becomes mysterious why he's got such good English, you know, which I, I said earlier, like, right. He's he, he, I don't know. I wish they had gotten a freaking Ukrainian actor <laughs> to play this role. It yeah. would have been very interesting. Yeah, they could have. Why not? There's plenty of Ukrainians. Uh, check this one out. I don't know what this is. The first and most important rule of gun running is never get shot with your own merchandise. <laughs> it's funny out of context. It's just so Nick cagey. If you yeah. don't see, if you're not seeing a movie along with it, it's just so like, Oh my gosh. All right. And of course that's the trope of the, uh, rule rule that you're going to get broken. Like he gets shot yes. by his own merchandise later yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's one about taking your picture. Why don't I take your picture? Oh, yeah. Why don't I do it? <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, Ethan Hawke arrives. We've met before. Off the coast of Columbia. What was the name of that freighter? I can't remember. Was it the Kono or the Cristal? The crew called that vessel a lot of names. None of them repeatable in polite company. Answer the question. Answer the question. <laughs> I like the guy that was the Interpol guy working with him that was just happy to throw the body in the woods and say... This happens oh, all yeah. the time. Yeah, that was great. All right, here's uh Oh, this made me laugh. It's Uncle Uncle Gunrunner uh saying stuff here. I told him to go have intercourse with himself. <laughs> <laughs> Did, didn't we all love that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. not? I was sad when he got blown up. I was legit. I it was him. a moment of like, God oh, damn it. Come on. All right, here's uh, uh blaming MTV. Listen, I blame MTV. Yeah, there's Warlord <laughs> Jones there with his uh, his thought. We haven't we haven't really talked about him. He's um, great. He's great. I'm forgetting the actor's name. I'll find it. I had it right here a second ago. He's, it is uh let's see, Lord of War. Okay, so that guy's name is Eamon Walker. Eamon Walker. Eamon Walker, and he's great. <laughs> he's, he's so great. good. He's in stuff we've seen here. Um Ethan Hawken and Ethan Eamon Walker. He, he, he was uh, list. He see. was like the main heavy in Oz. Yeah. Uh, right? Something else. Okay, a wizard? There was something else. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That was that is the in an episode full of funny things Brad Dunaway has said. That one that was absolutely, right up there. I, I, I could I could walk away right now and feel like I've got everything I need to get out of this. Yeah, episode. that was pretty good. Eamon <laughs> e- Walker, by the way, has <laughs> has pulled a rare quadfecta where he has played the same character in four different TV series. Um, those oh. are Chicago Justice, Chicago Med, Chicago PD, and Chicago Fire. Wow, uh, that's just really something that he's gets around the departments out, there. Counts through those. Yeah, yeah, the Chicago Municipal Departments. <laughs> uh, I know I remember what I'm thinking of. He was in Invincible, played a doctor in it. I do I remember that now. He's got a really unique face, and I thought he was like genuinely menacing in this. Oh, you mean Unbreakable? Uh, that's what I meant. Was what I say? I meant Unbreakable. Invincible. Oh, I meant Unbreakable. Sorry, with yeah. uh, you know, with the the people in it. <laughs> <laughs> you Not know, to the too one. technical, but uh, the people. There in were people, people in it. you know, the people. Yeah. Uh, the Eamon Walker character. Um, uh, what's his name? He, uh, Nick Cage keeps calling him Andy, mm-hmm. <laughs> but his, his name is Baptiste. Mm. Yes. Um, there was something weird to me about this character and it, the sound of his voice and everything. And his name is Baptiste. And then in overwatch, there's a character named Baptiste who looks kind of like him and sounds a little like it's kind of, kind of, yeah, it was just that, that struck me. So yeah. maybe they, maybe, I don't know. 
and talk to those uh, pull Kaplan out of the ashes and ask him what the hell he was doing. All right, here's uh, here's one of his sons uh, saying stuff. So here's this. Can you bring me the gun of Rambo? Bring me the gun of Rambo. <laughs> I love, and I love the response. You mean first blood part one, part two, or part three? <laughs> like, I've only seen the first one. Oh, it's great. such a great, yeah. <laughs> and he knows right off the top. Oh, yeah, first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's this one. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. Oh, um, I know this is going to seem inserted or kind of out of the out of the way here, but I got an audio clip from <laughs> Ibbett's mom. Get out, really? Yeah, wow. I know, weird. I'm and nuts. we never had this before. It's uh, uh, you on prom night, and I don't even know the context here, but I kind of don't want to know. Uh, but you were you were in trouble on a date, and uh, this is what happened right here. No condom within a hundred miles. Oh my gosh, dude! What are you gonna do? <laughs> wow, nice, nice isolation there too. Yeah. Jeez. What are you gonna do? There's if there's no condom within a hundred miles. Yeah, you're done. Exactly. No, thank you. Yeah. Pretty ladies writhing on me <laughs> and pretty ladies yeah. grabbing me and your Dallas Wrigley. Cowboy. I guess they weren't wearing their Dallas Cowboy cheerleader right. costumes then. Nope. Right. They were wearing their <laughs> I, age I just, warning costumes. Yeah. I so enjoyed those sequences where he's riding in the car with Junior. Yeah, um, yeah. Junior I'm, was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just wants a Rambo gun. That's Junior all freaked me <laughs> out. I think that's just sort of based on these like, like a uh, uh, um, Hussein, uh, uh, Saddam Hussein had his sons that were psychos. I think this is just like a composite of that. It's like right. weird, weird sons of dictators. It's a it's weird actor, subtrope. It's an actor named Sammy Rotibi. Mm. Um, I, I mean, he, he's been in some really interesting things, but I don't think he's ever uh, like we've ever seen him in like the lead of anything. No, this is our first time seeing him on film sack. Sammy go. Rotibi. Rotibi. All right. Say the name movie you know they call me the lord of war but perhaps it is you perhaps you are the lord of war perhaps this movie is called lord of war perhaps uh here's the general i don't know why why the i don't know who the general is here it is i can't know you right now oh okay my theory is it's not in the credits can't find it anywhere i swear this is donald sutherland oh interesting i was here in brolin oh that's interesting i would play it again let's all make a decision here i can't know you right now it's uh, not a good time. I swear yeah. that's him, dude. Ooh. Yeah. 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 I can hear Donald the stuff. Yeah. yeah. One more time, one more time, because there was another voice that came and left, or All another right. face that came and All left. All right, here we go. I can't know you right now. It's uh, not a good time. Nick Nolte is... Uh, oh, there's a little Nolte in there. Yeah. Yeah. Old Nolte, sure. Old Nolte. But they don't Nolte. say... I couldn't, find, I couldn't find trivia or any kind of cutscene stuff or any kind of like uncredited notes. Yeah. Nothing. I can't find anything about who played that general. And they didn't show his face. It was always in the back. So it yeah, felt right. like a sneaky, sneaky Pete moment where they're like, oh, yeah, this is a famous actor. He's uncredited, but he's a friend of the writer, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, I, I did. This movie didn't uh, create enough of a buzz to create a very good Wikipedia or trivia page. No. It just, it just did good enough and well enough yeah i can i need to know though so chat uh chat room there's no chat room uh people listening chat to the room. show if you guys have a theory or know this uh, i'd love you to write that one in uh let's see firing bullets at our bullets They're firing bullets at our bullets i like that <laughs> our bullets <laughs> bullets, <laughs> bullets. <laughs> it's Look really great um oh this is a good one from cage okay okay fuck. that was good yeah that's very uh very cage cagey it's very cagey yeah and then say the name one more time. Lord of War. All right, Lord of War. Lord of War. <laughs> All right, like there's, your, uh, there's your clips. Time for the checklist. Oh, boy, howdy. 
It's time for the film sack checklist. Bullet cam, check. Quick girlfriend, mm. nip slip, check. <laughs> uh, tarmac baby was a dumb idea, check. Oh, it was dumb. That was stupid. Uh, <laughs> Star Trek connections. There's bound to be. I mean, Ian Holm feels like one, but I could be wrong. Well, who we got? Anything? Anybody? Nothing. Wow. Sorry, wow. I'm just. So, I, I've been so stunned. I'm sitting here uh, trying to figure out what you were talking about previously. Mm. Donald Sutherland is on the cast list, right below Ian Holm. He is. Okay. No, yeah, you missed that it. entirely. Oh, it, really? Oh, okay. Well, well done. Okay, Jeez. so I didn't know he was even in there, though. That look at the big ears on Johnson. Are you sure in the? Ca- I don't see it in the cast. Do on I- the cast list and in the trivia. Uh, in, in the trivia, they say that uh, the director gave him his name, Colonel Oliver Southern, to Oliver Southern to reference Ollie North, who yeah. you know, was. Oh. A, Southern era, yeah and also a big part of that era's gun, gun running runners. issue stuff yeah mm-hmm. so okay well now i feel both dumb and smart because i no, heard it but I didn't, you feel smart i couldn't find yeah. any notes like, and the reason there's no extra it, notes yeah. it's like one of those things where i'm looking too hard and i yeah. can't find oh, extra yeah. stuff if i just looked at the basic stuff there he is Duh. Yay! So, uh, we don't have any connections uh, at all, like zero connections uh, to Star Trek stuff. But I did want to take a moment and raise a toast to Estelle Louise Fletcher. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Nurse Ratched. Yeah, that's Nurse Ratched from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. She mm. uh, won an Academy Award, a BAFTA, and a Golden Globe for that one mm. movie. And she was an unknown mm-hmm. when she stepped on the stage to, to take her Golden Globe. Um, Louise Fletcher died at 88. Yeah. She was an amazing uh, Bajoran evil lady in DS9. I would, <laughs> I would right. say in a series with a lot of villains, she was probably the best. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember at the time going, you're terrible. You're in, ho- you're a horrible you're Bajoran. Hor- mean. A yeah. Horrible right. person. Like bad, like almost as bad. Who joined her in that was uh, another famous actor, um, guy who played Nixon and Frosty Nixon. Um, Frank Langella. Frank Langella was also in those yeah. that those sequences, and he was also yeah. very evil in that. Anyway, she so, was great. I just want to I just want to say rest in peace, uh, Louise Fletcher. Uh, like I say, she was eighty eight, and she at least reportedly died peacefully in her sleep with her family nearby. Oh, that's Aww. what you want. Yeah, like it's reporting like the alternate story was her going. That's ah. <laughs> 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 the worst. That's the story you don't want to hear. You don't want to hear <laughs> that. One. Don't tell them that. Don't oh my god, no. Tell them. Peacefully in the sleep. Yeah, peacefully in the sleep, not screaming in her in the night. Um, anyway, <laughs> right. congratulations to her and her life of uh, quality work. She did a lot of stuff. It's just everyone always thinks Nurse, Ra- Nurse Ratched, and also mm-hmm. it's not Ratchet. It's Ratched. Ratched with a D. Ratched. Yeah. Oh, I didn't it, know that. But it didn't yeah, matter. Otherwise it's Ratchet. Nurse Ratchet. Ratchet. Nurt Ratchet. Nurt. Oh, okay. Nurt. <laughs> Nurt Ratchet. Nurt. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get to the soundtrack grade. I would give it a G for great, especially all the song, licensed song stuff. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of it was kind of like, oh, they're playing that again. Okay. But I still liked it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Twitter posts. This is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. Uh, Lord of War. A serious movie full of comedy that doesn't want to be full of comedy, or, or maybe it does, but it wants you to take its message very seriously. And its message is, um, don't do guns. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do guns, kids. Thanks, Reagan. I think it actually it's hard to say. What is the message? I don't uh, actually know. It, it, it. And it was easy. That, <laughs> yeah, it was easy. The message was actually 
life is hard, uh, and we're all suffering, and some of us are survivors, and, and some so of us aren't. There's and, actually a message right in the middle of it that felt like the summary of the movie, and it was something he says something about, uh, you know, the old saying is that for evil to proliferate. It, it just yeah. requires that good men do nothing. Yeah. Right. Right. And he's like, forget that there, there are no good men basically. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. That's pretty much it. There's only survivors. You got, you got to do yeah. what you got to do. Well, I don't like that message. That message sucks. I don't like yeah, it. it does. Yeah. <laughs> it's cynical and I don't like it. Uh, yeah. okay. Well, well done. Hey, Brian Dunaway, it's your turn. War. Oh no. Lord of war. <laughs> According to this movie, selling guns is either like sex or selling vacuum cleaners. Why not both? Something, something, suck, blow. This post was rated R. Hashtag go have an course with yourself. <laughs> what do you, I don't know. We need to parlay this into like a career for you. Uh, I don't know channel what. Channel this uh, hyper energy into. It's yeah. such a good skill to have. I, I don't think anyone else I know has quite that skill. It, Anyway. It's something. So no I'll pressure, Ribbit. No pressure. Young. No pressure at the back end here. Oh, Ribbit. I know. Never any. Yeah. Lord of War, the Godfather with assault weapons. <laughs> poor, poor Fredo. Oh, Fredo. Aww, poor Fredo. Horsehead in the bed. And All right. Poor Bilbo. In this yeah, movie. poor Bilbo. Oh, Bilbo. poor Bilbo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bilbo got it bad, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Bilbo got it bad, yo. Yeah. Bilbo Ooh, got that, it real that bad. Stuff sliding down the glass behind him. Yeah, Ooh. that was nasty. Oh. Bil- Bilbo brains. All right, let's move on. <laughs> it's time for the alternate titles. These were just handed to me on this little slip of paper right here, and I'm going to read them. Uh, this movie was all, almost called Cage Match, All Guns Blazing. That makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. Fits. Or Raising Arizona 2, I Gotta Get Me a Rifle High. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, the emails, we got a couple of them here I want to read. First one from Darren. Uh, these come to us at filmsack at gmail.com. Darren says, Scott, Brian, Brian, and Randy, I have been a listener since retrograde. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear wow. that. that. Wow. That got yeah. you to stay? <laughs> I know. That's what right. I'm saying. That would put me <laughs> off. Anyway, and every Sacktober, I eagerly await your list of horror movies for the Halloween season. But each year, I have been left disappointed that you continue Aww. to ignore the perfect film sack Halloween movie. Ooh, that movie is The Stuff. Yes, I've yeah. been talking about that recently. This stuff, <laughs> it is so good. I, don't I would we, have a. We don't ignore yeah. it. I think we just don't have it streaming, oh, right? Dude, yeah, uh, it's it's streaming, but not the places that you guys like. Uh, it's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You mean so, the, it's like, it's, yeah, it's actually it's possible. So, um, as my co-hosts know, we we had uh, a plan. Every year we make a plan kind of early and then see what falls out of it. This year, uh, a move, maybe one or two have fallen out of it. So right. we're sort of like still looking to, at, for the end of the month. Um, but we know what we're sacking next week. Uh, and, and I'll just uh, add this stuff to the things I'm looking at. Yeah, let's put see. it on. Why not? It's, uh, we're, we're recording this right now on September 24th, and we just don't know what's going to happen a week from now. No, it's stuff just like changes. It, it, every like, single month, but especially going into October, we get yeah. messed with. We so. were looking at Scream for a long time, and for some inexplicable reason, you take Scream off as ha- as Halloween season begins. But in it makes September, no sense. like we just don't know. It could be on five services next week. So yeah, good point. We're just like, we're, we're keeping our eyes on a lot of things. But it's, anyway... Yeah. I'll add this stuff. It's currently on AMC Plus, like Dunaway said. Oh. It's like not our okay. Not necessarily, you were thinking thing. Dunaway was thinking Fubo or some commercial thing, right? I, is it not? Yeah, why? Well, it's definitely on Tubi uh, TV. Yeah. Uh, and if you turn off the ads and stuff, it actually will not play the ads on Tubi TV. 
Um, really? But is this subscribe and watch on Prime, which I don't want to see. How do you turn right off on ads NC on Tubi? Because Tubi's 100% free, I thought, right? So it's all commercials or no? Are you saying you yeah, can it block is. them? I'm, I'm saying if you want to screw Tubi out of their money, <laughs> you just throw on your ad blocker. <laughs> oh, it works? Oh, okay. that works? And uh, if, I, yeah, I think that's correct. I you're making me want to watch Tubi now. Nice work. <laughs> yeah. You convinced <laughs> me to watch Tubi for free. Right. <laughs> Tubi for free. Don't screw them over. Watch the edge, you uh, jerks. Yeah, a bunch of lazy uh, jerks. But yeah, it's, as, Randy's right. AMC. As many years as we've done Sacktober and sacked like four or five movies, you'd think we would run out. But I'm telling you, the list of things I'm tracking is huge. It gets bigger every yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, I'll just make, I'll make sure the stuff is, is near the top of that list. All right. Love the stuff. It's a, it's a, it's a, Oh God, there's nothing hardly better for film sack that I can think of. All right. Well, uh, he goes on to say it has great 80 stop motion or practical effects, idiot parents saving their kids or saved by their kids, Michael Moriarty and a fantastic VHS cover for you to reminisce about. It even has Danny Aiello and Paul Sorvino, rest in peace, in supporting roles. Uh, But most importantly, the main character is Chocolate Chip Charlie, a karate-fighting famous Amos knockoff played by Garrett Morris from SNL fame. Oh, my God. I Um, love that that famous Amos became big enough that he had to have like a a, a parody of him in a film. Oh, my God. I know, right? It says his hands are registered with the Medford, Georgia Police Department as lethal weapons. It's currently streaming on Amazon via Shudder. So just yeah, shutter. Seven day trial shutter. So it's just yeah. on shutter. Thank you for your consideration. It's October is the most magical time of year, says Darren. So thank you, Darren. It's pretty good. Comment. Like I'm I'm pretty excited about what we're gonna what we're gonna sack in October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier Brian's mentioned Man- Brandy. I think he meant Mandy, right? I did mention I, I thought I said Brandy. Yeah. Oh. Mandy. I didn't think Oh, I you said might have Brandy. said okay, maybe maybe I misheard yeah. it. I'd watch oddly Brandy. enough. Oddly enough, not that it's related to anything, but Barry Manilow's song Mandy yeah. was originally called Brandy, but he had to change the title <laughs> because there was already the Brandy, You're a Fine Girl by Looking Glass. Maybe they, but, maybe the movie so weird that. that weird that we got, if I did get those two confused, it's probably, it's probably because of that. Mandy. Instead of Brandy. Anyway, uh, there's that. Thank you, Darren. Here's one from Dylan who says, Scott, Brian, Randy, Brian, Brian, Randy, and Scott. My name is Dylan Brassington. I'm uh, here in Carnes, Australia, and I listen to you guys every week while I work. Just got through listening to the one about assassins uh, with Scott not being able to find the origins of the word simpatico. The origin of the word in the uh, in the Italian and Spanish languages also, on another note, they're saying that's where they're from. On another note, the word capiche also has its origins in the Italian language. I absolutely love what you guys do and look forward to hearing it on the podcast. Keep up the work. I mean, feels I assumed like, Capiche like was... Randy said that. You might have. <laughs> you might have. Did you? I don't remember. I I'm giving heard. credit to the Australian. Well, the Australian may have written this hastily before you piped in. That happens sometimes. We're going to call you the Australian, oh. Dylan. That's your new name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like some people will say, I can't believe you guys didn't say, and then they'll send the email and then they'll write back later and go, ignore that. I just heard you say it. <laughs> yeah. Everything's yeah. fine. Like Donald Sutherland for this episode. Yeah. I love that actually, because yeah. it means you're really engaged but and I love exactly. it. Exactly. I mean, a lot of people mm-hmm. say they, they, we've heard many people tell us they scream at their, you know, whatever they're listening to the podcast on. Cause we say something stupid and we can't recover from it, but yeah. then we correct it later on. And yeah, it's hard to listen to people say things wrong right yeah i agree i can't but, really stand it I, that's why i can't go on twitter yeah you can't do that why would you do yeah. that um you said okay. it wrong i'm gonna watch maverick on tubi later that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> maverick the one we already sacked no 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 the the tv show the old maverick tv show from oh, the okay. 60s. oh that's cool yeah, yeah. not the new top gun uh, sequel no i, I do <laughs> want to see that but 
Tubi does yeah. not have that. Um, all right. Uh, those are your emails. Filmsack at gmail.com is the email address to use. I want to thank some brand new patrons who just joined us over at patreon.com slash filmsack. They include Justin Jeffries, Brap, B-R-A-P, Brap. 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 That's like a phonetic burp, right? It is. That's. I think that's that was used as phonetic burps in comic books. Probably Brap. was. Brap. Sven Oldenburg, Jarrett Baker, K. Sin HD, Holly Cuppy, and finally Raymond Miller. You are all awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Patreon. You want to be like those people? Sign up today. Patreon.com slash filmsack. And you'll get bonus content every single week, every single month, and other things. Go read about it. It's all there. And you'll find out why supporting your favorite film show is good for you. That's filmsack, or sorry, that's patreon.com slash filmsack. All right. Our next movie is going to be The Torture Chamber of Dr. Sadism. Ooh, <laughs> that wow, kick, awesome. that kicks off our month of Sactober, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Finally. How we it feel. is here. I've never seen and this. Yes, a sixties movie. Fifty five years. Yeah. Give me Ooh. an idea. Well, give me an idea of what we're looking at here. What's our what's our synopsis? What's the All right. Like I, in olden times, Count Regula <laughs> is drawn and quartered for kill, <laughs> killing twelve virgins in his dungeon torture chamber. Okay. Thirty five <laughs> years later, he comes back to seek revenge on the daughter of his intended thirteenth victim and the son of his prosecutor. In order to attain immortal life. Wow. I'm already in. Wow. Yeah. I don't even know what to say about any of that except we're in. That's great. Yeah. And it's old sure. and we haven't done an old one in a while. It's uh, it sounds cheese ball as hell. Great old shitty effects. I'm I'm stoked. So and the, the movie poster. Well, we'll talk about it next week, but just remind me the movie poster. Oh my God. Please, folks, go to Amazon Prime and watch the torture chamber of Dr. Sadism with us. Yep, it's happening. <laughs> oh, yeah, Amazon Prime. I'm glad you mentioned that. That is where we will be watching that one. So that kicks off Sacktober, our yearly uh, all month Halloween film sack event for low these many. How many years have it been now? Like, low. Will it be 14 years? Wow. Shut really? up. Hold on. 2009 13? so 13. Oh, this we will be our 13th october 13th yeah oh 13th, oh, my october. God, 13th ooh. october ooh, ooh. <laughs> that's actually cool well anyway that's weird i can't believe it's been 13 of these anyway uh, okay. that'll that'll be tomorrow so or tomorrow that'll be next week tomorrow god <laughs> <laughs> i haven't watched the movie yet <laughs> Uh, yeah, so tune in for that torture of chamber, the torture chamber of Doctor Sadism, not the torture of the chamber of the Doctor of the Sadism. All right, that's it. Filmsack.com is our website. Again, Patreon.com/slash/filmsack if you'd like to support us. Filmsack at gmail.com is our email address. While you're at it, follow us on Twitter. There's always fun stuff happening there over at Filmsack, and leave us reviews wherever you get your shows. That's gonna do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. I prefer it my way. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I like the hat. Yeah.